0: Have you ever felt yourself just going through the motions in your relationship with God without the same sense of passion and devotion you once had before? If so, you are not alone. Stay tuned because in today's video, you will learn how to get your fire back. Welcome to Beloved Women with me, Christina Patterson, where we empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. If you are new here, welcome. Please be sure to subscribe so that you never miss a video. And for those of you returning, welcome back. For daily encouragement, beloved Bible study series, and unlimited videos to grow your faith, I invite you to join the Beloved Women app. One of my greatest prayers is always to maintain a passion for God and his word. I also pray this for my children and my family because I know that operating out of a sincere desire for God is key to genuinely living for Him in this fallen world. This is why Proverbs 4 verse 23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. We will have so many distractions and temptations clawing at our affections, but if our desire is for God, we will live a life for Him as well. At the same time, it's those same desires that can lead us away from God. James 1 verse 14 tells us, But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. It's what's in our heart that will either draw us away from God or or closer to God. So if you want to know how your relationship with God is going, ask yourself, what do I want? What do I desire? What does my heart long after? Better yet, what do you love? In Revelation 2 verse four, Jesus makes a statement about the believers love for him in the church of Ephesus, which may have come off as a surprise. Although they did many good works for God, Christ charged them with forsaking or abandoning their first love. He says, nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Before Jesus charges the church of Ephesus with forsaking their first love, he outlines all the good things they've done. They were hardworking, they persevered, they didn't tolerate wickedness, which would have been prevalent during their day. They had discernment to test and recognize false teachers when there would have been many. And on top of all that, they endured persecution for their faith in Christ without growing weary. They could overcome all the opposition surrounding them, but the issue was on the inside. The evil in their outside environment didn't infiltrate their hearts, but the inner workings of the Holy Spirit didn't stir them either. That is the problem that Jesus had with them, and it's still the same problem that he has with us today. We do all the right things for all the wrong reasons. We can do good works without being led by love, and that... Well, that's dangerous. So as we look at Revelation 2 verses 1 through 7, we'll learn four signs you've abandoned your first love, why it's so easy to forsake your love for God without realizing it, and how to return to your first love if you've lost it. But first, let's discuss what it means to forsake your first love. Jesus refers to the love the church of Ephesus had when they originally accepted the gospel truth and followed his way. It was a sincere desire to live for God out of a love for God. It came from a revelation of their desperate need for God and his over the top love for them. But over time, that love motivation turned to duty motivation. Whenever you do something because you feel like you have to and not because you want to, you will lose the passion you started with. Here are some signs that you've lost your first love and passion for God. You don't experience the awe and wonder you originally had about God and all that he's done for you. You're not as grateful for his grace and mercy as you once were. You're more focused on works than relationship and intimacy. You judge others more than you love them because you've forgotten the grace that God has shown you. You do things for God because you feel like he'll be mad at you if you don't and not out of love. So love being your motivation is key, no matter how holy you live. The Apostle Paul says it like this in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses one through two. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging symbol. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. The only way that we can truly love God with that first love type of love is that we remember God's grace and love for us. We forsake our first love when we forget Our first love. So it's important that we check our motivation. Are we doing the right thing for the right reason or are we just doing it because we feel like we have to? It's important that we check our hearts. Are we operating in love or are we operating in judgment? It's important that we check our passion. Are we excited because God is good? Are we hopeful because he's faithful? Are we humble because he's great? When we forget God, who he is and his love for us, we will always forsake our first love. This is why the first step that Jesus tells us to take to return to our first love is to remember. In Revelation 2 verse 5 Jesus says, remember therefore from where you have fallen. Repent and do the first works or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. To return to our first love, we are called to remember how far we've fallen. This means remember how far you've come. Think back to your love for God at first and see how different it is now. What excited you about God then that you don't even think about now? Usually we're initially in awe of God's great love for us because it's in contrast to our great sin that we are aware of when we come in contact with the gospel. The apostle Paul called himself the chief of sinners, not to feel bad about himself, but to magnify the perfect patience of God. After walking with God for a while, we can forget the forgiveness shown to us so that we can walk with him in the first place. A first love is humble and remembers we can't do anything apart from God. It remembers how far away we were from him before he came to us. Second, Jesus tells us to repent so that we can turn back to our first love. The challenge with becoming a legalist or someone who does good works for the wrong reasons is that it's hard to see that you're not right before God because you're so focused on outward works when God is looking at the inward heart. This is why like David, we need to pray for God to search and clean our hearts. It's important to pray for God to reveal any ways we may have turned from him and then pray for the power and grace to turn back that's what it means to repent it's not just saying i'm sorry it's changing the direction that you're headed in it's recalibrating to ensure you're headed in god's direction you know how sometimes when you're using a gps and you make a wrong turn and then it says recalculating recalculating to reroute you to ensure you still end up at your desired destination that's what we need to happen in our hearts for God. We need him to reveal to us what wrong turns we may have taken so that we can repent and turn and recalibrate to make sure we're still headed in his direction. Finally, to return to our first love, Jesus tells us we need to do the work we did at first. Notice, good works are still required. God wants both a good heart and good works. Returning to your first love isn't just an emotional experience. It's emotional and it's mental. It's embodied in the way that we live our lives and the good works that we do. Not all works are equal, but all works that we do should be done for God out of a love for him. Colossians 3 verse 23 says, and whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not. To men, we know that God doesn't need our help, so we don't work out of a position of duty but of devotion to our one and true first love because He is worthy. We can't grow in our love for God without a revelation of his love for us. So be sure to check out this video where I share seven signs God is showing you his love. For more encouragement, be sure to download my free Bible study called Worry Free to learn the three lies feeding your worry and the truth to set you free at belovedwomen.org. Thank you so much for watching today and until next time, be beautiful, be blessed, and be loved.